and you're very welcome to the first episode of the new series of the Black and Irish podcast. This episode, we're going to be talking about the Black and Irish identity. And that's why I say this is a superpower is that we have the ability to travel through two different worlds and bring them together into one. Identity is personal. It's your space. Define it whatever way you want and, and own it in that way. Just learn, learn about myself, learn about my history learn about all those things that have contributed to make me the person that I am today. I'm Leon Diop and I'm joined today by my fellow co-hosts and members of Black and Irish, Amanda Ade, Bonnie O'Demina and Femi Bancole. I suppose we'll kick right into it. This episode is going to be about identity and identity is something that is key to the Black and Irish experience. So what I might do is just ask everyone to introduce what they think, what it means to be Black and Irish. What does it mean to be Black and Irish? I suppose to me, I think what it means to be Black and Irish is something that's constantly evolving. I feel like it's not something that's kind of, it's, it's not something that's been set in stone just yet. And I think it's a, it's an identity that we're in the process of cultivating and we're in the process of kind of defining for ourselves so I think at the moment it's pretty much like I don't want to say free for all but um, I feel like what it means to be black and Irish is very broad at the moment it encompasses a lot of things a lot of feelings a lot of different influences not just being one thing or not just being tied to one thing I might actually disagree with you a tiny bit there Amanda you said that you know identity that's something that's you know not set in stone and we're still trying to figure it out I think identity is something that will never be set in stone. I think identity is something that is constantly evolving. This is a question I know we discuss it a lot. And in the sphere that we're in with what we do with Black and Irish, we talk a lot about identity. So it's been at the forefront of my of my brain the past while. I, I also feel it's something that is actually like super personal. And I, I, I think we need to start getting to that space where it's, you know, the Black and Irish identity to Femi, is something that could be totally different to what the Black and Irish identity is to Bonnie. And that's totally okay. Identity is personal. It's your space. Define it whatever way you want and, and own it in that way. And that way, you know, every, everyone's on, on their own journey in that sense. That's my thoughts. So, Bonnie, go ahead. When one says that they're Black and Irish and tries to explain that in, in an identity sense, we're still in our infancy, I feel, as a community. I feel there's so many things that adds to our identity. Some of the biggest things I personally feel, you know, is our sense of duality. This feeling of being from here, but also not being from here. This sense of trying to find yourself in Irish society, which I think has played a big role in defining our identity because many of us are always looking for some form of affiliation in some way as we grow up in Irish society, whether that be within our home, within our community, from our next door neighbour across the seas there in the United Kingdom or in America. I think because of this this continuous search for belonging within the community, especially from our generation, our identity is becoming to be one which is heavily influenced, not just by Irish society, but by the world around us. At this moment, I, I don't know what the pillars of the Black Irish identity is, but what we can see at the moment is the roots which is Africanism, which is Irishness, which is, you know, a, a greater black identity, I feel. Time will tell and time will show what it will develop into. 
it's a bit of a weird question at this moment trying to figure out for us, like, what is the Black Irish identity? Because for many of us, I feel we're still searching him internally and externally. Yeah, it is. It's like being a little bit of both. I think you can't really talk about the Black and Irish identity without talking about the struggle of, of, of finding yourself. And we'll we'll go into that in a moment. But just to give my, my initial thoughts, so we can go deeper into it, maybe at the end of the podcast, would be that it is being a little bit of everything or being a little bit of both. really talk about you know what it means to be black and Irish without talking about this whole thing of identity crisis I think that's a word that kind of flies around the black Irish community a lot and it's definitely something that I think the majority if not all of, of everyone in the, in the black community has faced at some point there's points in your life where especially coming from an African background where you feel like sometimes you're too African to to really be Irish but then again you're not really quite African enough you're a bit too Irish at times so there definitely is this like tug of war essentially I think between these two different worlds two different cultures I think that plays a huge role in the especially in I think the formative years I think as a as an individual those those years of trying to kind of pinpoint yourself and trying to narrow down who you are I think essentially and it's probably why you know a lot of the community have borrowed borrowed certain things from our closest well-established black community which would be the UK and I think the black Irish community looks to the UK and looks to the black community in America and tries to like mirror some things and try to place themselves here while using those um um you know those cultures and those people as like a reference point if that makes sense Bonnie what do you think on that when you said there Amanda this this talk of war I think it's, it's an important thing for us to really highlight right because I don't know for yourselves, but I definitely felt for myself growing up, there was this sense of, at times, not all the time, but the sense of pick a side. Are you Nigerian? Are you Irish? Even little things like, oh, why are you talking like, like you hear from other black people in our, in, in our community sometimes, why are you talking like that? You're not Irish, are you? But then you'll hear from other people, wow, this is Nigeria, stuff like this. And I feel like in the early stages, there was this, um, indirect pressure to pick a side are you going to play for Nigeria are you going to play for Ireland stuff like that if you're a big sports person you know and I feel so it's now that ourselves and our generation are now trying to formulate our identity or trying are trying to showcase that it's okay to be more than one thing you can be black you could be Nigerian you could be Ghanaian but you can also be Irish at the same time what we're doing is that we're showcasing and developing what identity really is and basically by saying that is identity is not one thing it's multifaceted when when we talk about and we think about the black irish identity we cannot shy away from the struggle and the continuous search to find self because i personally feel that that's played a massive part in formulating what it is now to be black and irish yeah if anything i actually want to ask a question back at yourself bonnie and amanda you both mentioned this tug of war when it comes to the struggles of the black identity. I'm just asking, who is this tug of war between? Is it something that's internal, that's between yourself? Is it something that is between 
you and your friends and the groups and of people that you kind of hang around with or is there a struggle between yourself and your African home as in like like your parents so when you guys are talking about this tug of war where is that coming from it's all of the above um for me it didn't the the internal struggle didn't start until the external struggles triggered that internal struggle if that makes sense so for me like it was initially I'd say with the family so it would be a thing of me thinking that because I've got Nigerian heritage or got South African heritage that I'm innately South African or Nigerian or whatever and then coming to the realization that you know when I'm you know in those circles and with those groups of people I don't quite fit in as well and my humor is slightly different because of the fact that I you know I've grown up in Ireland and there are differences there so initially, that's what kind of triggered it for me. It's like, oh, wow, I'm a bit different. And then as you're growing older as well, in Irish society, there's certain times there's certain things that your white Irish counterparts would do, certain cultural things that would be conflicting for me coming from an African background. So then I started noticing things like that and picking up on those little nuances there. I know that kicked off another thing within me. It's like, wow, OK, there really is a difference here. And then that's when the whole internal thing the internal battle I think that was when I got into my teenage years that's when it really kicked off for me it's like okay what am I then I don't really quite fit in here I don't really quite fit in on the Irish side and on the African side and then that affected then how I interacted with people that affected my friend groups so I think initially my friend groups were predominantly white Irish but because I felt this uncomfortability I think within myself this struggle came from a lot of different places. I think it was it's from all of the three that you mentioned there, Femi. For me personally, I don't know. Um, was that the same for you, Bonnie, or, or not? It's, it's very similar for both of us. For some people, it may put them down a road of diluting their heritage, kind of choosing a side. You add that along with hearing things like, um, don't forget where you're really from in the home or within or from aunties and uncles, stuff like that. So you get this, it's a gradual kind of, indirect telling towards you from society and from your community internally that you cannot be both or you must choose a side my identity struggle i would say is quite severe it would have started the same as yours um, in terms of it began with external forces and then slowly crept into internal issues i did have a scenario at the start of my i suppose primary school life where i went to my mom when i when i was first in school when i went in to class for the first day I obviously noticed who else was in the class and then when I came home I said oh ma'am like look you know it's 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 cool there's loads of white people there's a few black people but I'm the only brown person I think I noticed that I was slightly different from the start but probably didn't take much notice to it until a few years later I lost touch with the African side of my family and ultimately I was a mixed race person living in a white home with no access to my African heritage at all. So one thing that I would say is that I don't think I had a safe haven, if you know what I mean. I think from what I'm hearing from you guys is that despite worrying about where you fitted in, when you went home, you could be black around your family, if you know what I mean, or or, or like be natural around your family. Whereas, Whereas for me, even if I brought issues home, and my mom was great and she was really understanding, but... I feel like sometimes when I was concerned about things that she might not have fully got it. And that's not her fault, obviously. No no one is there to teach anyone about the struggle of, of mixed race people. But I think that's something that a lot of mixed race people face 
is that, you know, not having that safe space. When they're around white people, they feel black. When they're around black people, they feel white. I'm not going to generalize it, but that's certainly how I felt growing up. And ultimately, the internal issues that led to you were quite severe. I'd say around the ages of between 13 and, and I'd say 18, like it was, it was heavy. Ultimately, the way I viewed myself was that I was some sort of, I call it, you know, a mule where I was like not much of either. Um, and I couldn't really fit in and always felt on the outskirts. And it took a, a lot to get through that. But ultimately, I did get through it. And the most important thing for me is that I, I worked on myself and, and was able to, to take myself through. Just listening to you there talking about when you're around white people, you felt like you weren't you weren't good enough to fit into this box, where you're black people, you weren't fit enough to fit into a certain box. And then going back to Amanda and uh, Bonnie talking about the tug of war basically between like friends, family, how external factors kind of impacted how you felt internally. And I think that really, really kind of brings home the point of the fact where the point I was making around about identity being personal to you. What I'm trying to say here is that you get to decide when you're comfortable with your identity. You get to decide when you're good enough. You get to pick and choose the, the parts of your black identity, the parts of your Irish identity, the parts of your whatever whatever identity you are that you're comfortable with. Because at the end of the day, identity is personal. Identity is who you are. So rather than, as funny as it sounds, you know, letting those external factors impact who you are, I, I always like to think that, like, you know, you have control over driving the parts of your identity that you kind of peacock or you try you, 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 that, that, that you take in. That actually brings on to, to the next point that we want to talk about, and which is, you know, getting over the struggle of, of, your, of your identity. Now, it's, it's, it's funny because I, I think it, it, it conflates a couple of issues here. It conflates the issues of just growing up. It conflates the issues of just maturity. But there's also the very real issue there of identity maturity is what I like to call it. So for me personally, getting over my struggles, I, I, I don't think I'm, I'm still over my struggles, over my identity. It's, again, something that's consistently evolving. I'm just at a point right now that I feel like I am comfortable in who I am, regardless of the external factors. And that's a point that some people get to very, very early on when they're growing up, or maybe like me, get to much later. And there's other people that are much older than I mean, who, who are still struggling with that. I find that really, really fascinating. Not fascinating, like as in terms of I'm enjoying people's struggle, but fascinating as to the, the point in which people figure out, you know what? Forget about the external factors. It's all about me. It's all about what I see as my identity and I'm, and I'm going to roll with it and I'm comfortable with it. Amanda, where do you think you are on your journey of identity struggle? Past it, still going through, or is it something that you're, you're, you're still working on? Because identity is something that's, like you said, you know, it's never really set in stone. So it's something that's constantly evolving. But in terms of like, you know, struggling with identity, I feel like 
I'm quite similar to what you mentioned earlier about just kind of being comfortable in yourself, being comfortable with who you are. That came about like very, <laughs> what's the word? Like it was, it's, it's very much an intentional process, if that makes sense. So it's not just something that happens. You kind of have to, you have to make it happen for yourself, essentially. So for me, that looked like me learning about my African history a lot more, learning about my heritage, my roots, where I came from and stuff like that. Obviously, I grew up in Ireland. I was very much immersed in Irish culture, Irish history. And that's something that I was very, very aware of, proud of about it as well, proud of that that side of my identity. And I feel like the other half of who I, who I was was kind of lacking. So, yeah, then that, you know, took me on this journey of journey of self-discovery, essentially. And you know, I was learning about Pan-Africanism, about different people in, in Black African history and Black history throughout the world and how all of that is all interwoven and how it's like domino effect. You know, one thing contributes to another, contributes to another. And all of this has like led to where we are now. And I think in order for you to really have a true appreciation for the present and where you are at now, you need to look back. You need to look at the past what's happened before in order to understand where you are now and in order to recognize how best to move forward into the future so yeah I definitely had to take a step back and just learn learn about myself learn about my history learn about all those things that have contributed to make me the person that I am today it was very much a an intentional process but a hundred percent worth it yeah I'm um almost exactly like yourself Amanda I, I think for me growing up for a long time, I felt an imbalance, you know, just touch, touching on what we what we spoke about at the beginning, where this concept of a tug of war, right, where you're being forced to choose a side, but when really it is both sides that make you you. For a long time, me personally, I felt this imbalance where I had so much and I knew so much about my Irish half and my Irishness and Irish history, etc., that, that was there for me to be proud of, that was there for me to root for, and that was there for me to tell about. And it was not until I started to learn more about African history, more about a Nigerian history, more about Igbo history, pre-colonialism, post-colonialism, where that imbalance was soon balanced off, where now I was able to, with pride and with strength, speak on not just my Irish side and my Irish history and my Irish general knowledge, et cetera, et cetera, and showcase that side of my identity. I could now do that about my Nigerianness, my Africanness, my Ebonness. And I think what that felt like for me, it felt like I was being made whole again. For a while, I was I was a bottle that was half full, but now I'm getting to the top. And and I and it is this concept that really makes me very strong in my opinion that you know this is what this is what makes the Black Irish identity that we are not a glass just full of one flavored drink but we have multiple flavors in there that plays its part to filling us to the top. If I if I can just jump in on how I overcame it because it is a little bit different to the two of you. I didn't go into research. I didn't go into looking into. The other side of myself or anything like that my overcomings were literally in my head when you boil it down to most people's struggles a lot of it is just in your head you can overcome it if you allow yourself to believe that 
you are able to access both. And that that's what I had to do. I went from viewing myself as a mule to viewing myself as literally a hybrid in the space of, of a couple of hours. And I, I remember it clearly, you know, going through that thought process and understanding it. And just touching on one of Bonnie's points, if you can be 100% comfortable with your identity, based on the intensity of what I went through in, in the crisis, I think I'm there now. Well, not, not that I think I know I'm there now. I know that I'm 100% comfortable in my identity and 100% comfortable in knowing who I am. And that came down to just believing it. You know, if, if, if you're going through that tug of war scenario in your head right now and you see two elements pulling out either side of the rope, imagine yourself getting a big scissors and walking up and cutting the rope and letting them, you know, both sides just fall because that tug of war does, does not exist. You are equally able to access both sides of who you are. You are both. You are a bit of everything. I, I want to reiterate one of Amanda's points because I think it's so important. It has to be intentional. You have to go into the thought process and you need to take that on. Take those thoughts on and, and deal with them because if you don't, they will just grow. And if you ignore them, they'll fester away without you realizing it. And you might need to deal with it in 10, 15 years. It's important that you deal with it now and that you, you know, you understand it as best you can. You understand yourself as best as you can. That was how I did it. I went into my head. I dealt with them. You know, I didn't ask to be born to one white parent, to one black parent. You know, it's, I'm, I'm, uh, I was about to say I'm an accident. <laughs> no, uh, it's an accident of, it's like, is it an accident of chance or is it, yeah, it's, it's chance where you, where you're born. So I have ancestry that goes back to the famine of ancestry that goes back to slavery. That's me. So I'm able to get into it and, and access both. You can access both because you are black and you are Irish. What kind of like sparked me to do like my internal thinking and to kind of like drive me on to the next steps was the crux of, you know, my identity struggle. I figured I actually came from my perception of what other people thought of me, what society thought of me or what society thought I should be. And then my friend's opinions mm. and everyone else's opinions. Yeah put this together at the same time, just like maturing and growing. But once I was like, you know, I came to a, a certain point with myself and I was like, not that I don't care what people think. It's more like you don't have controls over people's opinions. You don't have control over where you're from. You don't necessarily have control over the initial perception of your identity. And once I, I got over it, I was like, well, I don't have control over being black. I don't have control over that I, I moved to Ireland and I grew up here but this is who I am right now, then it's all good. Then it's, it's kind of like the, the penny drops. You're just like, actually, as Leon said, I cut the cord and, and, and you, you just, you know, you're, you're kind of free in a way and you start to think and process things a bit differently. At this very moment, 2021, what is the black Irish identity after hearing, like after this discussion, etc. Where does that leave us today? You know, the black Irish identity is not just one thing. It is, like Femi said, it is personal. It is something that you have to be intentional about. It's something that is developing. It's something that is growing. It's something that's changing shape all the time. So I think at the core of it, for me, what it means to be black and Irish means not just being one thing not just being limited to one thing it is about taking pride in 
who you are and all the different things that, that make up you. No two people are the same. No two black and Irish people are the same. You might be a little bit more Irish. You might be a little bit more African. You might be a little bit more Caribbean. It doesn't matter. What, what matters is how you view yourself and how you view your own identity and that you're proud of it and that you're okay with it. If you're in that place or if you are struggling with your identity, do take up the time to find it and, and to look into it and to and to understand it because your identity is so important and how you view yourself is paramount to having a, a happy and, and healthy life. So definitely be proud of who you are. Be proud of your identity, no matter what it is. And ultimately, always try and understand it as best as possible. In 2021, I still believe it's in its infancy. I still think that we have many miles to go before we're, we are... I think fully established within ourselves as, as Irish people, but it, that day is coming. Um, it's, it's on the horizon. We're going to get there someday soon. We as black and Irish people growing up here in Ireland right now and with our you know, other heritage, we get to define, define what that is. It's whatever we say it is because that's who we are. It's about challenging the generic perception of what it is to be Irish right now. So by us challenging the generic perception of what it is to be Irish, we're also starting to, you know, fully more define what it means to be black and Irish because we we automatically right now fit in under that, under that umbrella. But as you said, Leon, it is also in, in that wider sphere, you know, something that is still in development, something that will continue to evolve. In that sense, it's actually really exciting. We're one of the first generations on this journey who really get to define that. And I... It excites me, to say the least. My thoughts on this after hearing everyone. I feel at this moment, and we'll see where it goes down the line, like Amanda said, touching on what Femi and Leon says, you know, to be black and Irish, to be African and Irish, to be Caribbean and Irish, etc., is to be more than one thing. It's the ability to to be able to do a Kaylee on a, on a Wednesday and a Shaki on a Thursday. It's being able to have a full Irish breakfast on one day and then having jollof for lunch, you know what I mean? And... Um, I think overall, I'm trying to say, you know, is that what we have the ability to do, which, and that's why I say this is a superpower, is that we have the ability to travel through two different worlds and bring them together into one, which really is an amazing superpower. And I think one takeaway for anyone struggling with their identity, you're trying to, to identify or define their identity at the moment, whether you're black or white, is to understand that only you can decide who you are, not me. Not Femi, not Leon, not Amanda, you, not society. Never forget that. Okay, so that wraps up the first episode of our brand new series of the Black and Irish podcast. Don't forget, you can catch our podcast on rte.ie forward slash podcast or wherever you get your podcast. And also check us out on our socials at black underscore and Irish. 